Hello, hello, it's -a me, Mario. I, I mean, Droplet Dave reports you. Totally not Mario, who has totally, totally not possessed your normal host. Seriously, I mean it, guys. It's, it's fine. With me, as always, is my brother Luigi. I mean, Sam Grezes. How it's are you? It's also me, Mario. I have a fancy hat with a googly eyes on it. Oh, that's a nice mustache. I lost my accent. Yeah. Yeah. We're done. We're done with that. That died. Okay. <laughs> The bit's o the bit's over, folks. Mario's hat left our heads and has returned to Mario. Yep. We're now ourselves. Hi, I'm Drawplay Dave Rapocio, and this is Intentional Sounding, the Drawplay Podcast. Welcome. 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 Welcome, welcome. If that opening bit confused you, please go back and listen to the previous episode. Yeah, if it confused you, you're a bad listener of the podcast. <laughs> We know this one's going up a little bit late. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, life things happen, so whatever. You know, mm -hmm. it happens. Uh, sometimes you're just walking down the street and a plumber jumps out of a nearby sewer grate and throws his hat on you. And you're just Mario for a couple days. And it's horrifying and existentially terrible. It just kind of happens sometimes. It it was kind of like, have you seen Get Out? Yeah. Yeah. Have you also seen Being John Malkovich? No, actually. Well, basically, being possessed by Mario feels a lot like the guy in Get Out when he yeah. gets put into the, the back of his brain and he cannot control his body, but he can watch everything. That was me for the mm -hmm. past two days. I've mm -hmm. seen some horrible, horrible things. Once we got past the grocery store and he saw the uh, peach section, um, things got weird. Long story short, I'm not allowed at that grocery store anymore. I was just by the mushrooms all day. They, they're letting me into the grocery store, but like... I can't go because I owe them thousands upon thousands of dollars. In I also got myself multiple concussions trying to hit my head on bricks. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I was wondering. I had some like lost time and I guess that's what it what it's from. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But at least now we know what it's like to be a football player. So yeah. <laughs> speaking of which, we, we, we had some news this week. We had we, a some news. We had a some news. Basically a news. Yeah. We had a big news, and that and that big news, that was Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. Our good friend Derek Carr. He of probably one of the ugliest quarterbacks. I believe he was top five for both of us in yeah. ugliness. Yeah. Just just has that terrible, like, disheveled frat boy kind of look. Mm -hmm. just, just, oh, God, Derek it doesn't Carr. Really Please clean up, either. man. Just, yeah, just clean, clean up, Clean yourself Derek. up. You always look like you're kind of, it looks like he hasn't showered in if you can't grow a full beard, you should not have don't, any facial hair. Yeah, don't grow don't grow anything. Or like yeah. wear a bandana. If it's patchy or thin, you just shouldn't be growing it. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm No matter how much you want that beard, you just shouldn't be growing it. Nope. Don't don't try and make it happen. Don't try and don't try and force it. Don't try and force it. Anyway, Derek Carr got paid. Yeah, good for him. He deserves good, it. Good for him. He does deserve it. He is now the highest paid player in nfl history which is kind of funny I, it i guess it i don't like i'm trying to think because my gut reaction was that's too much but at the same time i don't know how else it could have played out right right very true i yeah. it's it, it, because you struggle or at least i do uh, when when you try and because football isn't a, a pure meritocracy, it's based on what teams can afford and what they need and how much a certain player offers to that specific team, right? It's why, on some level, the Jay Cutler stuff made sense. Yeah, it's I don't know. I'm happy for Derek Carr. This is I don't know how much he's proven yet, but I think it's clear he's the future. So yeah. And the Raiders have the this big situation where they've got they have to pay Khalil Mack soon too, right? So they basically had to choose which one are we going to pay first. And I'm pretty sure they looked at the fact that Stafford's also going to get paid pretty soon, and mm -hmm. they're like, "Well, if we mm -hmm. wait till after Stafford, we're going to have to pay Carr even more, but we could probably get away with paying Mack not as much because he's a he's a defender." Right. You think uh, you think Stafford's going to um, eclipse Carr's number? I genuinely don't that... know. I think a lot of people are because just every time a QB gets paid, it's more than the last QB sort of deal. But right. I genuinely don't know. I don't think Stafford has proven it yet. 
at least personally to me, I don't think Stafford deserves to be the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. The well, sure. player in NFL history. Yeah, yeah, but does but does Derek Carr? You know, I I think the, my, my I answer think, would be similar for both. I think Carr's a better quarterback, right? I think but, I think the basic thing. I think the big knock on Carr's contract is that he's only been in the league three years. Sure, and he's coming off an injury. I think. Outside that, he's absolutely proven that he's the future and he's absolutely worth investing in. Should he be the highest paid player ever? I don't know. But Mm -hmm. we've seen a lot more of Stafford and Stafford really hasn't like he's a very good quarterback, but he's not great. He's also not the future of the Lions. Like he's the he's the present and like, I guess, near future of the Lions. There's this feeling with Stafford that he could very quickly regress to me like yeah, i feel like we've yeah. we've sort of seen stafford's ceiling and we, we can kind of see where his ceiling could have been but he's it's clear at this point i don't think he's going to reach it i, so, I wouldn't I, I don't know about that i don't know about all that i, well, think I don't think that, the lions are trending upward here no no but my my problem with with that is more with the lions and not with matt stafford and maybe i'm being an apologist i've been a matt stafford apologist since he's been in the league but I, I think that, I mean, I, he wouldn't be, it, so if the Lions won the Super Bowl, right, he wouldn't be the least talented quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. It wouldn't, no, like, it wouldn't surprise you if he had some, like, if in the Megatron years, right, uh, if they had somehow done it, you know, uh, with with uh, Megatron in his prime, if they had some, like, alternate timeline, I'd be like, oh yeah, sure, that makes a fair amount of sense. Yeah, I he's definitely better than Brad Johnson, and, <laughs> right? And um, <laughs> probably uh, Ben Roethlisberger the first time. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alpha, the alpha version of of Ben. I'm not even sure I would have called uh, Russell Wilson in his uh, Super Bowl win necessarily better than Stafford is he, currently. Well, yeah. Yeah, he didn't. I mean, he didn't have a great game. He didn't have a great game, and that uh, that te- that game was won by the defense. It wasn't won yeah. by Russell. Yeah, no, very true. So I don't know. I'm I'm expecting him to get paid either just a little more or just a little less than Carr. I think he's guaranteed at least 120 million. The question is, does he get more than 125, which is what Carr got? Right. Right. So, yeah, I, I guess that, that I feel like that'd be a good place to set the over under is like, you know, maybe 123. Next week on Intentional Sounding, Matt Stafford gets one hundred and fifteen million dollars. And by and by next week, we mean tomorrow. tomorrow. That news is going to drop tomorrow. <laughs> it just is. We're recording on Wednesday. The news is going to drop like Thursday while while Dave is editing this show and it's going to fucking just be the worst. Yeah, we're due. We're due is the thing. We are we're due. due. We are. We are due. We are due. Actually, maybe Matt Stafford will die. I don't want that. <laughs> please, please don't. Maybe please. Matt Stafford will come back, and there'll be a picture of him signing a contract, but he'll have a hat on with a mustache. Oh God, and little googly eyes, and it'll it won't be Matt Stafford. And he'll be, but he'll be the best quarterback in the league, he probably. Will be. We, we, we talked about this last week. <laughs> yes, we did. I didn't stop uh, thinking about Mario for like a week after yeah, last week's episode. Yeah, like here's the thing. It's all it's all fun goofs about Mario and his funny hat. But like the, the real insidious shit is that like once you start thinking about that, like it doesn't need to be the the existential horror doesn't come from, oh, this this uh, was a video game where Mario can can take over other people and animals and stuff, whatever. That's not the, the existential horror is what happens when you think about it for too long, because that's, that's that real shit. Mario has taken over a significant portion of your psyche and your time and, you know, your mental processes. In a way he's possessed me without actually possessing me. Right. Exactly. In a way, this fictional character has, has, done what we have joked about without actually doing it you still got your free will though hopefully i will say i mean i'm gonna i I am gonna buy the game though 
So is is that is that my choice? Whoa! Is that is that? <laughs> oh my fucking Whoa. god! Whoa! <laughs> Dude, I, we gotta we gotta we can't go down this rabbit hole again, or or we can, or we just lean into. I it. just want to say one more thing yeah. about Mario. Then yeah. maybe we should try and move on from this forever. But I was thinking about it. What if Mario isn't the one possessing? What if it's a Majora's Mask kind of situation where it's the hat? I think it is the hat. It's all the hat. Yeah. Mario has no say in his own game. You're not controlling Mario in the game. You're actually controlling the hat. Right. And the hat is... Oh. Yeah, okay. Huh. Every time the hat leaves Mario's head, there's sort of a symbiotic relationship going on there. Mario can't survive without the hat. Plus, he's been sort of brainwashed because of the hat. So he has to get the hat back. He has to get the hat back, for sure. Yeah. That's why he's willing to put himself through all these horrible things like turning into a ball of lava or a bullet. Jesus. Yeah. The the thing that we failed to mention last weekend this week is that do do you know what that is called? Do you know what that uh game mechanic is called? What do you call that game mechanic, Sam? It's this uh, it's not it's not what I call it. It's the official name. It's not possession. It's not like anything like that. Uh Dave yeah. It's called Capture. It's called, uh, I don't, you're not laughing very hard, so I, maybe my mic didn't. I'm not it. laughing because I'm it's fucking called, angry about it's, it. <laughs> it's, it's called Capture. You get it? You get it? It's his cap. Because it's his and cap. And he captures and the, people. And the cap's name is This Cappy is the official also. named of the mechanic. <laughs> this is how it's officially described. Yeah. Yep. Capture. And fucking Nintendo of America went in on On one hand, you and... know what? That's that's utterly, completely brilliant. And on the other hand, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what else could they have done? If, if, yeah. if they hadn't done that, everyone on Twitter would what did they call it? Capture. It's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. But So last good. week, when we got kind of existential and terrified, we were trying to do a segue into a ranking yeah, and that just never happened, did it? It just though? never <laughs> happened because we ended up having our brains break. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it is re- our ranking this week is related to hats, or caps, you could say. It's funny. You told, like, I, I made this list, and in the meantime, between, like, last week where we, where we didn't have to use it and this week, I, I, did, uh, I did 20, and I could have sworn they were all different hats but now all of them just say mario's googly eyes cap on it it's number one through 20 it's mario google i'll just like have to undo that that's weird that's ridiculous hold on like my list wait oh god it's the same thing let's just click undo a whole bunch and that that Uh, did it for me okay okay (laughs) okay i'm i'm getting scared sam (laughs) hey we're ranking hats Mm-hmm. And before we get started, I would like to mention, um, this isn't something you really think about, but something we both discovered when we went to go do this ranking. There are a lot of there different are a hats. a ton of different hats. A lot of them are very similar, too. They're very similar. There are just a ton of different hat styles. So we had, there were oh, probably like somewhere around 50, I would say. It, yeah, more, it, more if you go into, like, I didn't do... I did hats that we normally see in, like, North America, USA. Like, if I expanded to, like, fezes and things like that, you know, we'd be here fucking all day. See, I did not restrict myself in that fashion. Fair. I See, that's, I'm kind of excited. We, we each did 20. We're going to have a very interesting list of mm-hmm. 20 hats. But because seriously, I, I if like, you don't believe yeah. us, go go to like Wikipedia and find like list of hat styles. Yep. And you'll just keep scrolling down and you'll be like, oh, my God, I never thought about it. But there mm-hmm. are so many different ways so many to hats. have my head covered by cloth. Yep. Yep. So, Sam, should we yes. start from the best hat and go to the worst hat? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is another one of those where best to worst works very well. All right. So, Sam. What is your number one hat? It's it, it's funny. Uh, it wouldn't have been this if you asked me a year ago. I love five panel caps, like five panel. Uh, I, they're not baseball caps. They're just five panel caps. Uh, it's the kind of the the 
new-ish style, I guess. Uh, oh, above and beyond, like what what is you know next on my list but it's they're just so cool they can be very bright i love it when it's got like green on the front and like red on the back and kind of reflective a little bit kind of like cycling style it's very 80s looking it's um it it it, they go very well paired with an adidas crew neck sweater uh sweatshirt with the with just the uh, big old Adidas logo, some joggers, and some like uh, low top shoes, it's a it's a it's a very good style. Not everyone can pull it off. I know I can't pull off a five uh, panel cap, but but people so I, can do it. I so this is your best hat. Yep, yep. I so I I literally hat. had no idea what you were talking about. So mm-hmm. I just googled it. Yeah, and this is some hipster shit. Yep. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is really your top cap. I fucking love the five panel cap. Yeah, it's it's sporty and it's it keeps sun out your eyes. You can wear it under a bike helmet. Oh my! No, we're gonna have a lot of disagreements on this list. I could tell okay. you right now if that okay. is your number one. Okay. Number one is the classic baseball hat. No, okay. okay. Baseball cap. Well, which? Uh, so okay, that's that's fine. I'm ca- but... Yeah, it's obviously curved brim. Okay. Curved brim, pretty loose. <laughs> All right. Curved brim, none of that flat shit. Just basic hat. No, no, not a lot of, not too much structure to it. Like a, yeah, just just straight normal ball cap. Uh, um, um, snapback or fitted. I would probably personally pick fitted because I find snapbacks kind of itchy. The, okay. the little thing back there kind of itches me, but I'm kind of lumping them in in the same category. Sure. Here. Uh, I'm being pretty broad. Yeah, fair, fair point. Uh, my number two is a snapback flat brim cap. Cause fuck God you did. damn it, Sam. <laughs> God damn it. You have terrible taste in headwear. I have really good taste in headwear. I'm, I I'm on the no. like, bleeding edge of fashion, bro. Ugh. Oh, 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 no. Okay, I, so I have I have hanging no. up on my wall right now. No less than three different snapback caps. One of them is leather uh, by New Era. It's very good. Two of them have the sticker still on the brim. God damn it! Uh, I was just about to ask if they had stickers. Yeah, two two of them do. One of them Look, doesn't. But two. When two, I want a hat, I don't want a shelf. Two two of the three also have a cool design on the underside of the uh, of the brim, which is which is how you know you got that good good. That good, good. So you know, when I was a kid, having a flat brim cap meant you were a dad. It's it, funny because now you no- were a dad. You were just the dad at the fishing the fishing place who didn't have a normal fishing hat. He just had the hat with the flat brim the because flat he brim. just needed something on his head to guard the sun. Mm-hmm. Well, it that's... wasn't cool. It wasn't hip, and there was no stickers involved. Dad, dad, fashion is back in. Uh, the five panel caps are also called dad hats. So. And this is what you think is good fashion, Sam. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh my God. I hate you so much. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw something in the, in the chat here. You can see one of my favorite sweaters that I like to wear with. My We're not ranking sweaters, caps. Sam. I know. I'm just saying. What's your number right. two? My number two is the, the tall British guard hat. Oh, I didn't put that in. I should have. That's a very good hat. So those British guards who stand still and Buckingham are Palace, supposed yeah. to, Buckingham Palace guards, the big, tall, black, fuzzy hats. Mm-hmm. Those hats are great. They're really, really good. I want to wear one of those hats. It'd be very impractical, but I want to have one. What do you, uh, do you think that's like heavy? Like what, what kind of neck strength do you need to, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, they have a pretty hefty strap that comes with them. Yeah, fair, fair. I guess if you if you cinch that tight enough, it's probably not an issue. Okay, so I just saw the sweater you sent me. It's a very good sweater. I'm pretty sure that if I ever saw you on the street, I wouldn't want to be your friend. Okay, well, there's another one that that I can show you with a. It's no. got a pastel Windows 95 logo. Um, uh, and it's very good. <laughs> 
My my I, next. I like how you just personally know how ridiculous that sounds. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's why I explained it on on our podcast that people listen to with words. Um, you can tell you can tell me on Twitter how cool I am. It's all good. Uh, my number three is a boater hat, not not like a a bucket hat. I've got that later on the list, but like a uh, like a barber shop hat, like a Cam Newton hat. Right, Cam Newton wears wears these hats to uh, press conferences all the fucking time, and it looks very, very good when he wears it. Well, uh, yeah, because he's an incredibly handsome man. That's true. That's true. And this is a this is a hat where a lot of people try and wear it, and and it doesn't work. But unlike other hats I have on the list, I feel like people who wear it and it looks good on them mass like it looks so good on people who wear it well that it kind of balances that out and then some you know i disagree with that i think cam newton's hat still kind of looks silly on him even with some of the other stuff he wears wow my 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 number three hat is the coonskin cap ah sure that's okay i mean that's a strong take (laughs) Coonskin uh, caps are hilarious. Okay. Maybe I'm just a fan of big fuzzy hats. I, I, I've got a big fuzzy hat a little bit lower down the list. I don't have a coonskin uh, cap on there, but, you know. Maybe that, I that wasn't Daniel really going Boonsties. for... I'm, I'm not really going for style. I'm going for how memorable and lovable the hat kind ah, of is. Ah, all right. I all think right. that's how I ended up sort of ranking my list. Because it's not hats I would wear, but hats that I think look cool. Okay, that's fair. And not in everyday fashion. So I, I went outside I went the baseball the cap, way. which is just the perfect hat, and sure. I wear them all the time. Sure, that's fair. Uh, and that that actually makes a lot of sense. We're, this is going to be actually really interesting now to go through our list because we both kind of ranked them on different metrics. Sam ranked them by uh, how much of a hipster he is, and I well, ranked them on how hilarious <laughs> I think hats are. I guess fair. Uh, speaking of speaking of like original hipster dumb. Uh, number four, I have the cloche hat. It is the cloche hat. The cloche hat. Uh, How do you, you spell that? Because I don't know what that is either. C l o c h e. It is a women's hat. It's kind of like a half hat thing. It's usually got like a uh, a band, um, and like oh, it's one of, of those things. Yeah, I. It's, it's like a bowler mixed with a trilby. Mm, Look no. at it. Look I'm, at it. Mm, Yes, yes, it is. It's got the round kind of bowl top, and then the sort of trilby rim. Come on, come on. You see it now. I yeah, just but it, it for doesn't you. have. But it doesn't have like a. Uh, uh, right. It doesn't have a douchebag under it. That's, right. Exactly. That's the exactly. And it's it's it, it looks more like a. I don't know. It it it's kind of like a cross between a bowler and a fucking sun hat or a bucket hat, even more more so than that. But. They also had, so that's what they are now, but back in the 1920s, they were a lot, they, they looked kind of almost more like helmets. They're a lot of, they, they're a lot tighter to the, to the head. They just look very good. It's like good, like flapper fashion. Um, people, you know, still wear them today. It looks great. I I do not see anyone wearing hats like this ever. And I live in hipster town. That's okay. Fair. Not many people do. I've seen I've seen people wear like versions of this hat that are not like super intense, you know, just kind of like small cloche hats. But all right, I like them. Whatever. I think they look all good. Right. Your your taste in hats is it's just garbage. Mm. Number four, it's the Ushanka. The Ushanka, that big fuzzy Russian hat that has yeah. like the detachable ear flaps. Yeah, you just look awesome in one yep. of those. Yep. Absolutely. I completely agree. Uh, like for... I said, I like my big fuzzy hats. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I have, yeah, I have that a little bit further down. Not, not, not that far. Um, but for mine, I actually, I went the opposite route. Just a big old fucking sun hat. Big old floppy ass brim sun hat. There are few things that are like, that look better, I think, especially like if you're on the beach you know, you're you're just hanging out and, you know, someone walks by with that 
big ass floppy ass sun hat it's got a wave to it i really like the way those look especially maybe with a little band around the the hat i have those further down but i actually do have it on my list so nice we're, we we're okay there we go the next one i have is the beanie hey all right. And I'm not talking about the the stupid hat with the propeller on top. Right. I'm yeah. talking about the classic winter hat, the mm-hmm. the skull cap, mm-hmm. the skull cap beanie. Mm-hmm. It's just good stuff. It just keeps True. your head warm. It's not too bad. It doesn't take up a lot of space. It's just there to keep your head nice and cool. I have. Warm. It's, it's funny. I have. I have uh, the toque, uh, slash beanie sixth on my list. But specifically, uh, I kind of separated out into two. Just because I like this style of beanie so much better. The fucking beanie with a pom-pom on top. Number six. Okay, that's fair. I fucking fucking love pom-pom hats, dude. For real. They're very good. That I could completely see. So, my next one. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go with the classic cowboy hat. Okay. I don't don't think I'm talking about the 10-gallon massive oversized cowboy hat, but the regular cowboy hat. Sure. See them on a rustler. They're wearing them in the Wild West. They're just good hats. They're styling cool hats. I've got, I've got, I've got some opinions on that that I'll get to when it's when it's on on the list. But you know, generally, I think the the hat has done nothing wrong. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I mean, we're not we're trying not to judge the hats too much by what's under them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll next, see. I have I have with one exception, I think. Yeah, the I have Yushanka. So, okay. uh, so there we go. Um, I guess that's I I agree with everything you said. It's fuzzy. Like my parents got me a very nice, you know, Ushanka for uh, like for my birthday or something like a while back. Oh, God, wearing one of those is just if especially if it's like real ass fur. It's one of the most comfortable things you can... Real ass fur. So what animal's butt butt. did you get this? Uh, Probably a bear. You think bear butt has the best uh, fuzz for warmth? Uh, No, honestly. Like, maybe rabbit or like... uh, Like a chinchilla butt? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you'd need more than one. Yeah. Right? For for a hat. You'd have to, like, farm them. That's a lot of butts. Yeah, that's a lot of butts. My next... It's the top hat. Sure. Sure. Classic. Classic. Everyone knows what top hat is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Abe Lincoln. Honest made Abe. It. Honest Abe. And he was very honest that top hats are cool. Very, very true. Very true. I got the trucker hat uh, a little bit further down. It's fallen out of fashion, but listen, I, as someone who likes snapbacks and who likes, you know, baseball caps generally, I... In the summer, when it's very hot outside, you actually kind of appreciate the fact that you have a mesh back to your cap, especially if you don't like if you don't have super long hair and, you know, it's a little bit it's nice to feel the breeze and have a little breathability to your hat. I appreciate that. I kind of appreciate that. It's it's nice to have breathability especially on people that normally have trouble breathing yeah (laughs) very true very true i actually did not rank uh the trucker hat on my list because there's just so many kinds of sort of like yeah classic cap style and i I didn't want to overload it i did three i think of the classic cap uh no no just two of the classic cap style no three my next one is the santa hat Oh, uh, sure. I How mean, did you not like the Santa hat. Santa hats Everyone are great. Santa hat. Everyone wears a Santa hat during mm-hmm. Christmas. It, nobody, nobody will judge. You. I mean, I wouldn't wear it in July because that would be miserable. It'd but be a little weird. Yeah, it would. It would be weird, and you'd be just like super over warm. Mm-hmm. Just too much. It's too much hat. Unless but you're going. To they like look great. San Diego Comic Con. You're cosplaying as anime Santa. Which, hey Dave, you should go I'm, to San Diego no. Comic Con and cosplay as Anime Santa. What does Anime Santa do? Anime Santa. What, what makes him anime? Uh, okay, Lo- no, let's 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 fucking let, let's, go. Let, I let, make let's this let's show. go for this. Let's, I let's, make this what, show what is now. Anime Santa? So, <laughs> I, I, 
Anime Santa. The only difference between Anime Santa and Real Santa is Anime Santa takes fucking eight episodes to deliver his fucking presents. <laughs> Take that, decades-old joke, Dragon Ball Z, idiot. Three episodes powering up to leave the North Pole. Just like, oh, come on, reindeer. And then the reindeer, like, running in place on treadmills, just like, oh, yeah. we got to get moving real fast. Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah. Or, or I mean, we could go, like, Slice of slice of Life. Uh, and Anime Santa, There, it's, like, only – every season is a year, and only the last episode is Christmas. Everything else is about how he's going to, like, Santa Academy, but he's also, like, a very, very cute Japanese boy – just and, with the big white and beard. he's a robot or a vampire. Yeah, or both. Could be both. He's probably both. Yeah, he's probably a robot vampire. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like a science-hating vampire hunter who's also very sexy and is hunting. The anti-Santa. Yeah, yeah. We should pitch this show to Maybe his role. name is Chris Kringle. Everyone sort of confuses them, but mm-hmm. really, Chris mm-hmm. Kingle is trying to kill Santa, Santa Claus, who is just a robot vampire, an undead robot vampire from a very long time ago, ancient civilization. He doesn't know his past. He's, he's trying going, to understand but, his past. But Every year, he just does this print to, these presents delivery, and he doesn't know why. He just wants to know why. But he's also a sexy high schooler <laughs> trying to make his way in uh, in a Japanese boarding school around all of these eligible co-eds and uh maybe maybe he's the star of the tennis team he's Hmm. probably the star of the tennis team probably anime santa he can't be like the star of the football team he's got to be the star of a lesser known team because he doesn't want to drag too much attention to the fact that he's you know a robot and a vampire yeah that's true that's true yeah yeah and uh what is this show called is it called Claws and Effect? Oh, God. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, but that's, I feel like, that's more CBS primetime drama than anime. You know? Yeah. Um, I feel like if we're going anime, it's got to be like... Robo Santa Fun Force? Yeah, or like Santa Stories. Or it's, no, or it's just fucking, uh, no, no, it's 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 got to be something absolutely inane, like fucking Snowflake fairy winter academy Hmm. or or something i got a little i got a little uh heady with that but it's 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 probably it probably has to be four words that don't have anything to do with each other uh fucking yeah like like yeah meteor like meteor shower academy or (laughs) or yeah something like that anime santa Hey, if if any guys make animes, if you, we got anyone from Crunchyroll listening, hire I'm us excited to, write the to see the uh, four minute intro that has dozens of characters that aren't actually in the show. That yeah, that you never doing see. ninja moves mm-hmm. and using katanas and stuff, and there's yep. explosions. Yeah, but there aren't any explosions in the show. I can't I can't stress this enough. The majority of this show takes place on a high school. Now, is the high school campus in a snowy place because it's up north? No, it probably snows sometimes. Yeah. But no, we got to get the cherry blossoms, you know, the, uh, those, those nice shots of the, of the. Once like, a year, Robo Vampire Santa has to deal with his urges, but most of the time he's just a mild mannered, uh, robot Santa trying to make his way through school. Th- through high school. Yeah. While, while being a robot vampire. And then, uh oh, Chris Kringle, he's the leader of the football team and he's <laughs> yeah, trying to he get him done the in. team. Because they're both having crush on the same on the same missus. Yeah, yeah. God. And she's probably like the leader of the cheer squad, and she comes to both of the meets, right? She's it's torn between good. the two, and there's at least three three scenes in the first two episodes of her sort of crying and breaking down, being like, "Who do I choose? Right. Oh, I'm so conflicted." Yep. Yep. Very good. This is What's the good. climax of Anime Santa? What happens towards the end that causes, you know, like, cities to get leveled and stuff like that? Oh, well, I mean, obvi- uh, fucking obviously what happens is Chris Kringle isn't the real bad guy. 
Chris Kringle thinks Santa is like Santa's the guy he's been hunting for for this long because he thinks Santa is a, a, a pro, pro, prophesized major threat to the world, right? And mm-hmm. he kind of fits fits the mold. But uh, two episodes before the season finale, we we find out that the uh, the actual big bad of the show is named Rudolph, and he has a gigantic <laughs> speed. Just I, it's a really big spaceship. It's and about obviously, as big to, of a, as a city block to kill him, his weak spot. It's his nose. Oh yeah, it's a giant glowing red it, nose. Yeah, it, but that's giant I mean, that's ro- glowing red nose. Finale. That's the that's source of his finale. power. Yeah, that. It, well, obviously, they start attacking it in the penultimate episode. Yeah, oh yeah, and then the not, last okay. episode is basically just robot Santa, Chris Kringle, and Rudolph just kind of locked in a circle of energy as they're trying to crush the ball. And it's just the internal monologues of each until finally it shatters yeah, like oh, 23 and, and minutes then you get, in. And you get the, while the internal, while the monologues are happening, you also get the, like, another version of the theme song playing over it, but it's instrumental. And it's, like, really good because you really like the theme song, even though you can't understand any of the lyrics because it's all in Japanese, but they're playing very good guitars. Uh, that's very important for the show. They're very good guitars in the theme song. And then, uh, yeah, in the in the climactic moment, that theme song is playing again, but it's a longer instrument. Like, it's the whole song, not the TV edit. And mm-hmm. yeah, all, all three, you hear all three of the internal monologues, like, Rudolph's like... I, you know, I've been kept down for too long. I finally found this, this planet and it will be mine. And, and Chris Kringle is, is, uh, still like, uh, struggling with the fact that he has to trust Santa now and he doesn't really know this guy. He, he's just wanted to destroy him all his life. And Santa's like, I'm a robot vampire. (laughs) (laughs) And meanwhile, the uh, girl is on the sidelines, just a little close by, just like ah, yeah, yeah, do it, yeah, being she's, useless, she's being a useless anime schoolgirl. No, well, yeah, yeah. But well, is she being useless, or is she also a secret ninja? She, she definitely could be a secret ninja. I mean, we definitely cut back to the football and the tennis team, like all worried. Like we see it from their perspective, and like the sky has gone completely red and black, or maybe red and green. And, uh, and they see all these explosions up in the sky and there's fucking debris falling everywhere and yeah, buildings are going down. What if robot vampire Santa is saving people as a tennis player by whacking debris out of the way with a backswing? No, no, that's gotta be, he's gotta be up there, right? Like the, the rest of the, te- like he could, he could have a tennis protege maybe, that's doing that, but no, nah, Santa's got to be up there in the in the big red Rudolph nose. Yeah, I can see that. But no, that's a very good idea. Yeah, and, and then the fucking football team is is like throwing things at the debris or like catching it with like robot gloves that <laughs> that Chris Kringle made to fight Santa. It's this is all very good. And at the very end of the first season, as a stinger for a second season that never gets made. Oh, God. We have we have Robot Santa. Maybe somebody important to him died. Maybe Chris Kringle died. Maybe the girl died. We don't know. One of these two could definitely die. It's probably Chris Kringle in a sacrifice. Probably Chris Kringle. Yeah. Yeah. He goes up to the North Pole and he has an emotional letdown and he buries them in the snow. And then after he Robot Anime Santa leaves, the snow sort of forms around Chris Kringle and he becomes Frosty the Snowman. Oh shit! Hell bent on revenge. Yes. yes. And he's also a ninja. Yes. Oh my god! I fucking I want this to exist now. Like I I would actually watch the hell out of this show that we just created. The sad thing is, it will be three times as boring as any crazy idea we could come up with. That's fine. I, I that's why I'm saying is is that. I can't, again, I can't stress this enough, the majority, because we don't have the fucking budget for space battles every week, the majority of, (laughs) the majority of this show just takes place in high school, where we're watching Chris, like, Chris Kringle and Anime Santa study and be on the tennis and football team. (laughs) (laughs) And then at the end of the season, there's a giant space battle and also Santa delivers presents. 
Yay! It's very okay. good. So that was. So this is a football podcast. Yeah, and and we still haven't done our fucking hat thing. We got we halfway haven't finished through our this hats. time. We got halfway through this time. Okay, I think you're up. Okay, yeah. Where were you? What number were you? I think this was. That was number eight, right? Because I did trucker hat, and then you did Santa hat. I think. Yeah, that was eight. Yeah, I had my 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 next one is a top hat because anyone who is fucking confident enough to wear a top hat in public is a fucking baller. Yep. My next one is the tri-corner hat. Oh, sure. Like the revolutionary sort of tri-corner hat. Yep, yep. It's great. It's great look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not now, but definitely in yeah, the maybe not now. It's for sure. But I mean, yeah, definitely if you're trying to overthrow horrible British people, or if you're trying to subjugate an entire nation under colonial rule. Either I way, mean, it's a, it's a very yeah. versatile. Hat. It's just a very versatile hat. It, I mean, no matter what you do. You are involved in a lot of death, and oh, yeah, it's just way. a stylish way to subjugate people. To, to, to let you to let the world know that wherever you go, death will follow. Everywhere the Brits landed, the people who were there were just like, this is horrible, but at least our new overlords so look styling, sweet. So styling and profiling. Very good. Mm-hmm. That's why the British Empire lasted so long. They didn't. People didn't want to overthrow them because, I mean... Look at them. They just look so good. Dude, yeah, fucking... They, they, we called them redcoats, right? Like, fucking... Yeah. What other... There are... Well, they're the sun culo, but, like, there are very few other big, I think, military or revolutionary organizations that that are defined specifically by, like, the style and clothes that they wear. So, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good call. That's a very good call. Uh, my next one's a beanie without a pom pom. Okay, not as good, but not still good. good. Next, I have the sort of—it's called a peaked cap. Yeah. Um, you see it on a lot of military generals, and it's uh, also kind of like an older cop uniform sort of hat. It's the like really rigid sort of round brim and sort of the high front kind of look. It look it up. It's kind of hard to describe. No, I got you. It's it's yeah. It's yeah. that like old time if you had like a police fucking hat thing as a kid like one of those plastic guys you see all that shit in party city yeah uh my next one is a fitted ball cap o- only only because so many douchebags wear them you know like i see someone in a fitted cap and i'm like you're probably a douchebag i that's see, that's my like it, it's not the fault of the cap itself it is no fault of the cap itself they're very as as a ball cap wearer um okay yes i am a douchebag you're not you're not <laughs> you're not I, there are a lot of douchebags who wear them but i think there's also plenty of just normal people who like wearing the hat that's 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 very true that's very very true and again i like if I, you if you meet a guy in a ball cap there's a decent chance they're a douche, but there's also a decent chance they're just a reasonable guy who wants the sun out of his eyes. Very true. I mean, that's why it's like, number, we're not that far down the list. That's number if 11. If the hat still, is askew know. in any way, like if it's backwards or if oh, it's to yeah. the side or something like a that. A backwards no. fitted ball cap is not. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I guess if you're wearing it straight on, that is, yeah, better. Mm-hmm. I have the sombrero next. Okay, very good, very good. So sombrero, a, a, another big old sun hat. hat, right? But it's just a big old hat. It's a big, gorgeous hat. Mm-hmm. I like I like sombreros. They're, so, They're like, silly. You can uh, fill them with nacho cheese, and just like pick chips into yes. them. You know, they're just massive. You can like. They're 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 basically their own little closet because of how big and sturdy they are. And and yet you don't want. Sh- your hat you don't want your hat to be a shelf you want your hat to be a closet there you go that's yeah. fair that's fair if my hat's gonna be a shelf i want to carry go. more than just one thing that's gonna roll off yep. the side every time All i right. tilt my head fair and the sombrero has a lip so it'll be contained within the bowl have you have you looked at like real fucking intense sombreros like people that are artists that make sombreros it's fucking fascinating you you all should if you're listening to this you should google fucking like Dope sombreros. Are you talking about like the really intricate sombreros that have like the crazy patterns yes. and like the yeah. like the they're, loops and stuff? Yeah, those hats beautiful. are amazing. They're fucking beautiful. I didn't put sombreros on this list because I'm a fucking dingus, but no, I 
absolutely correct. That is a very good pick. Uh, my next one is a bucket hat, and I feel largely the same way uh, about that that I do a fitted baseball cap. Bucket hats are definitely back in style right now, um, but a lot of people, like, I don't think I'll ever get over the image of, like, high schoolers in a bucket hat camo cargo shorts and like a no fear t-shirt you know that that is what i associate with bucket hats and since i was at a formative age when i had that image in my head i don't know if it'll ever go away perfectly reasonable i i completely understand that that stereotype it's not fair right but yeah no it's not entirely fair but what is my next one it's a hard hat oh sure May not look super great, but man, is it practical. I, there are there are a few other uh, hats that you are required to wear in certain places. This hat is so important to the world that you have to wear it mm-hmm. when you are building things. There's it's signs. it's a good it's it's a practical important hat. Very. This very hat true. is important to history. Good job, hard hat. You're you're, you're the. You're the construction worker of hats. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. You are a necessary component of society, but you don't get enough appreciation. I Yes. We salute you, humble hard hat. Humble hard hat. Uh, at number 13, I have, I don't know what it's called. It's a, it's a Kangol cap. Kangol is the company that makes them. Um, the only thing I can call it is a Bruce Arians or a Samuel L. Jackson hat. Because... <laughs> You, yeah. you know what I'm talking about, right? It's, I know exactly what you're like, talking uh, about as soon as you said Bruce Arians. Yeah, it's fucking... People call it a flat cap, I think. Like, that might be the official name for it. Here's the thing about that hat. Very few people, like, I have seen other than Bruce Arians. And Bruce Arians is even arguable whether he can pull it off or not. Oh, he does not pull yeah, that hat off at right. all. He looks terribly yeah, stupid. Yeah, like Samuel L. Jackson, however, wears it very well. So I, it's another kind of divisive thing where depending on who's wearing it, I'm like, you know, yeah, that looks pretty good. Or fucking, why are you wearing that? So that's kind of my thing with, yeah. with that. My next one, it's a sun hat. Sure. I feel like it's just a sombrero with um, performance anxiety. <laughs> oh, poor little guy. <laughs> sure. That makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, my next one, kind of similar, actually, to Bruce Arians and Samuel L. Jackson hat. Uh, at number 14, I have the beret. If you're not from fucking France, or, and moreover, if you're not in fucking France, don't. Just don't. Don't wear a beret. Don't. Yeah. There are other options don't. that look better and won't make you fucking seem like... I was a liberal arts major. I just majored in all of them in in school. And uh, have you read Proust? <laughs> it all, and Walden Pond was a good a good one time. Ralph Waldo Emerson, man, it really spoke to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna list off all the poets i can think of right now and it's probably only five robert frost yeah, robert, robert frost, frost. Is, is he spelled tiger weird that one time and it was uh it was a good time for everyone and he said that they burn bright and that's fun yeah um, ser- seriously if you if you want to go for the beret like get a cloche get a cloche hat it's it will look better on you i promise if you are a woman if you are a man just try a bruce arians hat i guess a lateral don't, move but like don't, I, don't, I know, don't be just, bruce arians i know i'm just don't. like if you want to if if you want to wear a floppy hat on your i guess no just wear a floppy beanie then you know yeah still not a great look but anyway that's me going my, in on berets yeah my next is a flat brim okay yeah if if the if the classic like soft fitted baseball cap is the best of the caps then i think the flat brim is the, the worst, worst. Yeah, I saw that coming. That's fair. Can agree to disagree. I've got a bowler next on my list. That's a solid hat. It's it's a, it's a fine hat. I just wish it were... It, 
anytime I see, and it's not like it happens often, but unless someone is trying to like dress up like Charlie Chaplin or, you know, someone of that nature, if someone's wearing a bowler hat every time, you know, I see someone like that, I'm thinking, why aren't you just going for it and wearing a top hat? You know, yeah, just go all out. It's it it, it seems like a, a half measure, you know. To me, at least. I agree with that. I my next one is we're starting to get into yeah, the real kind, shit. I left the bowler hat off, but I feel like I kind of have a similar situation here, and that is the fedora. Yeah, yeah, I got that one. Where it's it just down. doesn't really work anymore. Nope. It used to be a fantastic hat. It's just it's been ruined. Not really, it's it's been ruined. And it hasn't it been ruined as much as another hat. Yeah. But it's still like it's been ruined. Yep. yep. The Fedora the Fedora's time has passed. I yep. It, and it's been passed for years. Years yep. upon years yeah. upon years. Uh my next one are tiny little Lolita hats. <laughs> there, okay. There's one place for those in its conventions, and even then you know. Yeah. Only at certain times. <laughs> My next is the what I think is probably the dumbest looking of the out in a field sun hats. Okay. Of the sub variety, the subgenre of hat, which I would include sombrero and sun hats in. Sure. Uh, that is, I don't know exactly what they're called, but it's like the rice fields Asian pyramid hat. Oh yeah. That that looks like the somebody took a a spinning top and flipped it upside down and put it on their head. Right. Because if you're if you're wearing that. Either you're kind of being maybe racist, probably, or more than likely you are working in a rice paddy. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. You also of all of all the big straw hats, I feel like that's the one that looks the dumbest. Mm-hmm. Also, it doesn't seem to offer as much sun protection as is not the really. Others. No, you know, the brim doesn't kind of come out as much. I mean, maybe maybe that's part of the point. I don't know. Uh, yeah, next I have the fedora for the same reasons that you put. You're not fucking Indiana Jones. Don't try. Nope. My next one is, in terms of fashion and look, it is the worst hat on the list. Mm-hmm. But in terms of practicality, it does have some use. Okay. The umbrella hat. Ah, uh, sure. I fucking love <laughs> Listen, man, I don't have that on the list, but. They look so dumb. Yeah. But you know what? They're. They have a purpose. Yeah, and also, like, you'd never wear one. I would never wear one. But if you see someone walking down the street in an umbrella hat, it puts a little smile on your face, right? Like, good for you. It's like my umbrella hat. Yeah. Make, it's a conversation starter. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and nobody's really wearing them from a serious point of view, right? Either. Right. So, so no, I get why it's that low, but I don't want, I don't want to to demean or discourage anyone from wearing umbrella hats because if you do. You are bringing joy into this bleak fucking gray world, and I fucking salute you. Okay. Uh, What's next, Sam? Fidelista caps. Ugh. I mean, Ugh. I'm I'm half Cuban. I'm just like, if I see someone wearing a cap like that, I'm like, I don't want to be your friend. I feel like I know ev- I like know everything about you. Yeah, please show me your Che Guevara t-shirts. And uh, and tell me how much you understand about fucking fraught Latin American politics. Please tell me more. No, no thanks. It doesn't look good. If you want, to, it doesn't fit the shape of your head well. And it's just it's just bad stylistically and in the message that it's sending. You know. Yeah, agreed. Not great. My next hat is the Trilby. Uh, oh, so you have... It's not last. That is and my last one. The reason why it's not last and is because at one point it looked good. Same kind of yeah, reason as the Fedora. It did. It had the Trilby, Trilby had was ruined. The Trilby at one point was okay. Yep. It has been completely and utterly ruined by milady types. Uh it's it's kind of disgusting because it, I don't think it's that bad of a hat, but what it is now has it's soiled. Mm-hmm. It has been soiled. Mm-hmm. 
It is forever unclean. Yeah, and it doesn't even, like, the fact that it has become unclean, like, it doesn't look good anymore. When you see someone wearing it, it's like, you... The, uh, I guess the reputation of the hat has made it stylistically not look good anymore. Or maybe it's just, like, styles have changed, but... No, I completely I think, agree. Well, I think you can still pull a trilby off, but you have to have the rest of the fashion to pull that off. Yep. And the people who wear trilbies... Don't. Can't. Don't. Yep. Can't. Yep. Agreed. Completely agreed. I don't even need to do do my last one, because that's a trilby, and I was going to say what you said, so there we go. All right. I've got two left, and I think they're both going to be hot takes. Oh, okay. So, my next one is... A fez. Okay. I I don't understand fezes. They're a it's like a circle bucket with a stringy thing on top with a tassel. Mm-hmm. What? It doesn't look good. It just looks goofy. What is its purpose? I mean, we'd have to ask someone from Morocco about this. Like what? Like the history of the fez. Please tell us. But no, I I got you. I got you. It, it's just sort of there. I don't understand. Like, I'm sure it has some cultural reason. Doctor but Who. To exist. But it does. It it seems pointless of a hat. Like, most hats have some sort of have a point to them. Like, the umbrella Block hat. The as dumb as it is, it, ha- it blocks the sun. Yeah. Like, most hats have, like, the brim and things like that. What What is a fez? It's, it's a I... perfectly round bucket. With a stringy thing on it I, that just sort of flips around. I what? Tell you. It doesn't block the sun. It doesn't really do anything. It's just there. What is a fez? What is a fez? I, buddy, I. What is a fez sound? I wish. I, I. I will say I don't know. It. It could be a a religious thing. I mean, if it is, I don't know. But I. But there has to be some sort of religious or cultural purpose to it, because from a practical standpoint, it makes no sense. All right, let's see. Let's see. The fez is part of the traditional clothing of Cyprus and is still worn by some Cypriots today. Traditionally, women wore a red fez over their heads instead of a headscarf, while men wore a black or red cap. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Sweden reforms the military, has remodernized military, adopted Western-style uniforms, and has headdresses the fez with cloths wrapped around it. Symbolism. Originally a sin- symbol of Ottoman modernity, the fez over time came to be seen as part of an oriental cultural identity. Wow, Wikipedia. Y- using that term, huh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> seen as exotic and romantic in the West, it enjoyed a vogue as part of men's luxury smoking outfits in the United States and the United <laughs> Kingdom in the decades surrounding the turn of the 20th century. The fez had become traditional to the point that Mustafa Kemal Ataturk banned it in Turkey in 1925 as part of his modernizing reform. So it's a, it's, it's a fashion-slash-military statement, it seems like. I, okay. I, I, listen, I... Okay. Like, even even Wikipedia and the world doesn't really know what to do with the fez anymore. Apparently. Apparently. Jeez. Yeah, I don't Learn know. about fezes here on Intentional Sounding. <laughs> yeah. Fucking learning from the Wikipedia page. Okay, and my last one, I don't know how anyone's going to react to this, but it's the chef hat. Oh, buddy. What is a chef hat? It's a paper bag on your head. I I really like the chef hat. I think it's very cool. What what does it do? It's it's a limp paper bag that you put on your head. But also, there could be a very firm paper bag that's that, like, French one that goes up really high. I really like that. That's the one I'm... specifically thinking oh, you're about not thinking the one that's the sta- floppy one no i'm not thinking of the floppy. well i mean it is the floppy one because that's just what the big tall french one does that's, yeah i guess when that's there's right. a breeze or like it gets touched because it just well are there goes, are there breezes in the kitchen dave are there breezes when you're working on the line dave i don't know i've never worked on the line have you no <laughs> then back a hell off all right all right fair it's it's just like a piece of paper thing that goes on ahead yeah and we've never questioned it because it's always been there but it's stupid i it doesn't it doesn't block your hair from really coming down not really it doesn't really cover like the back side of your head 
where the hair kind of will still escape. It's it's not what is a chef hat? It's it's just sort of there. We never really question it, but it's dumb. Uh, yeah, I I don't I don't I don't agree. Maybe because just like I like I I like cooking so much. I just like I think how how often do you cook in a chef hat? None. I don't own one. Uh, Would you cook in a chef hat? If oh you had my! One? Oh well, here we go. The toque is apparently what it's called. Toque is a chef's hat that dates back to the 16th century. So you know why it was called a toque? Because that's what people were doing when they thought <laughs> oh, it looked good. Got him. Nice, nice. Uh, okay, wow. This is actually pretty cool. Okay, so the toque is a chef's hat that dates back to the 16th century. Different heights may indicate rank within a kitchen. Okay, now that is kind That's of cool. That's pretty dope. Uh, the hundredfold. I have the tallest hat. So I, I am the head chef. I am the king or queen of this kitchen. My it hat is harder is for me to walk through door frames because I have the tallest hat. Dude, I bet if you steal, <laughs> you fucking steal the tallest hat in the kitchen, you're the executive chef now. Anyway, uh, so the hundredfolds of the toker said to represent the many different ways a chef knows how to cook an egg. In more traditional restaurants, uh, the white chef's coat is standard and considered part of a traditional uniform and as a practical chef's garment. Most serious chefs, blah, 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 blah. This isn't about hats anymore. So okay. so uh, uh, the chef's hat has a hundred folds that refer to ways to cook an egg. And also the taller a hat is, the better a sh- of a chef you are. So You know, just for that single fact, I'm going to move it above the fez. Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Because there's there's something there. There's like an interesting little, little purpose tidbit. to it. Yeah. That the higher the hat, the more important that chef is. The fez is you know just what? Kind of I'll a give mystery. that. To you. The fez is just kind of there. Mm-hmm. It's a thimble. It's a giant red thimble with a tassel on the middle that you wear on your head for no reason. Yeah. Fair. Fair. If there is a reason, let us know. If you know the reason, let us know. For real. Okay, Sam. Yeah. This is a football podcast. Yep. And we just spent. Pretty most of an hour ranking hats and a long, long diatribe about anime Santa Cre- creating a very, very good anime television program. <laughs> I don't think Again, that's a waste of time. We're really sorry, but nothing is happening in football. Uh, listen, I, the the one thing that we could, we should, I think, at least give a throwaway to is fucking Vince Young dumped all over Jeff Fisher, which is very good because anyone dumping all over Jeff Fisher is is good, a a, a cool and nice and good thing. I bet Jeff Fisher's worn a fez Prop in his life at some probably. point. Doesn't he look like the kind of guy who'd wear a fez? Yeah, he. Pr- I mean, he probably wore it with his fucking smoking jacket too. And he's like, "I'm the coolest guy." Jeff Fezer. Yeah. Nah. You yeah. might want to take that one back to the <laughs> to okay, the shop okay. a little bit. Work work on that one again. There's something. There. Okay, but yeah, that's it. That's. I mean, that's that's, that's all the news. That's it. We got probably one more month of this crap. Yeah. Well. So. Well. No. We might start to get like some injury news and stuff like that once July training camp. Yeah, really yeah, and and there's usually some Is this the nadir of the off season? Is this the nadir this, of this podcast season? Yeah, this week for sure. I can't we we've fucking been doing this for like over a year now and we started it during the off season. How the fuck did we do that when last we season didn't we know had, what we were doing. I felt like there was a lot more news that happened last Maybe. year. Maybe. I, I I just I, like I just feel like there was. I remember us talking about like color rush and oh, other true. contract yeah. details and some other things. Like I don't remember it ever being this difficult to find something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, it wasn't that difficult to find something to talk about because we're both fucking crazy people and we spent thirty minutes pitching a show to Crunchyroll called what fucking what was it fucking meteor shower academy i don't know if i'm sold on that name help us name anime santa help us on name Twitter. robot vampire robot santa anime yeah please. give us your best name for vampire robot santa anime. and then tweet at crunchyroll to make them pick it up and, and make it a real show <laughs> i'm game for that yeah. sam yes put on your followers hat mm-hmm and how could we follow you? That was the worst segment. Yeah, that's it's fine. That's fine. Uh, I had nothing there. That's totally I, okay. I, I am I am out of material. This is the worst off season it's in the not, world. It's not great. It's not great. Uh, but you know what is great? Following me on Twitter at Sam Grzeszes. S A M G R E S C E S E S E S. 
Uh, you can also follow my writing over at yardbarker.com. And if you're in the Chicago area, I run the blog for Replay Lincoln Park. You can also follow me on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave? I am Dropway Dave Rapocio. You can find me on Twitter at Dropway Dave. You can find me on Facebook at the Dropway Comic. You can find me on Patreon. You can find me on Instagram at Dropway Dave. I usually forget to mention that, but sometimes I do mention it, and I'm mentioning it right now. That's a little bit more of a peek into my actual personal life. Mm-hmm. It's mostly hiking pictures and weird things, not quite as much football. But if you're curious about me as a person, it's a good follow. And lastly, you can find me, of course, on thedropplay.com. Thank you for listening. Please give us your best names for Anime Santa. Well, we'll, we'll probably, like, if, if, yours are, if yours don't suck, we'll, we'll read them on the podcast next week. Do a little we'll see, listener yeah, interaction, we'll, maybe. We'll, we'll do our best. See you next week, everybody.